366. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God, to come and see the beauty of God. We don't come to look at it and primarily see ourselves. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yep. Psalm 53. If you read it and you feel like, yo, I feel like we've read this one before. It's because we had. It's it's pretty much the exact same psalm as Psalm 14 with a couple of uh, changes. I forget what day that that was, but yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's here twice because it's important. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and yeah, just one thought I had, man, is that, you know, the universal nature of sin. Yeah cries out for the universal work of a savior, mm. right? Yeah. It's like, man, you know, the fool says in his heart, there's no God, right? They are yeah. corrupt. They do vile deeds. There's no one who does good. Um, and yo, we talked about last time in 14, just like he talks about this foolish cat who may or may not be a professing atheist, but right. I think the idea is the practical atheist, right, is right. just as foolish as the professing athe- atheist. Right. So it's like, yo, they are corrupt. They do validate, right? They live as if there's no accountability for them uh, before God. And, um, man, the rejection of God is the principium of foolishness, right? It is the origin. <laughs> it is the origin. It is the beginning of Just say origin. What's up with the flex? <laughs> nah, the precipium practical is, is the P's that I was trying to. I got you. Yeah. So the the, the uh, alliteration. Anyway, <laughs> yo, all have become corrupt. All have turned away. No one who does good, right? And so you just see this, yeah, pervasiveness of sin everywhere. Yeah. And again, I mean, you know, especially in our day and age now too with social media where everybody uh, imagines that their opinions aren't just worth having, but worth sharing, right? You Mm -hmm. see a picture of this fool that is, um, he uh, imagines himself to be some kind of a judge, right? Making a pronouncement Mm -hmm. on who God is, what God is like. And then the psalmist says, ah, but it's actually God that looks down on earth and examines the earth and really makes an accurate pronouncement um, Mm -hmm. on, yeah, yeah, what things are like. And again, right, we hold this intention with the yeah. other, right, Psalms, right? So, yeah. Yeah, this is not saying mankind is worthless, right? That's <laughs> not it. Psalms 8 talks about the incredible dignity, right? The beauty yeah, glory, of God's yeah. creation. Mm-hmm. This is talking about the other side, right? Man is. Um, dignified, but man Mm. is also distorted on the inside. Man is beautiful, but man Mm. is also broken, right? Right, Um, right, And so I love that both types of Psalms are here because I think we do get into error when we choose one or the other, right? It's the Mm. honest and hopeful person that can live at the intersection of both and say, no, 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 no. Psalm 8 is absolutely true when it talks about the dignity of mankind being created in the Imago Dei. But Psalm 14 and Psalm 53 are absolutely right when it Mm. talks about the distortion that exists on the inside. Yeah. And that we are in need of a savior. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's like a man, he's going to say, you know, and sinners never keep their sin to themselves, right? Right. <clears throat> it's this idea that they consume others, right? They 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 consume people like they consume bread. They pounce on others. The strong exert their force on the, you know, weak. The powerful bear down on the powerless. And we just know this, right, from observation, right, yeah. <laughs> um, over and over again. And he literally says, man, he looks at the human race, the sons of Adam, is what he literally says, uh, who were cre- who who were created to have dominion over the earth, yeah. right, but want to have dominion over each other, right? right. Yeah. So there's this problem. Uh, in the human race. But what's, what's beautiful about this psalm is that Paul is going to quote, you know, these verses, 14 and 50, uh, Psalm 14, Psalm 53, in Romans, right? In right. Romans chapter three to show that, nah, like this universal problem of sin shows that Jews and Gentiles, right, are all under sin. All are uh, born in sin, shaped in iniquity, as the, the Bible says, naturally in rebellion against the creator. And he sets it up so smooth to talk about the universal work of Jesus, right? Yeah. Who uh, declares both Jews and Gentiles righteous, right. right? And I believe that Paul probably had the end of this psalm in mind, where it's like, yo, oh, that Israel's deliverance will come from Zion, right? right. Um, man, literally, uh, the word he uses for a deliverance is the word for Jesus, right? It is yeah. Yeshua, right? It is and Yeshua literally came to, from Zion, right. uh, Jerusalem, to die, to raise, to pour out His Spirit uh, onto His people, so that they can continue His redemptive work through the world uh, and share in the new creation that God is trying to bring right. throughout the world uh, in His universal salvation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one last thing you know, about this song. So I said it's almost exactly like Psalm 14, and it is, mm-hmm. except for a difference at the end of verse five. So in Psalm 14, at the end of verse five, right, he talks about, you know, the evildoers will, uh, they consume my people like bread. They don't call on God, but then Mm -hmm. they'll be filled with dread. And Psalm Mm -hmm. 14 ends off and talks about uh, what God will do uniquely there is he'll protect the righteous, right? That he will be their refuge. Psalm 53 Mm -hmm. at the end, says, nah, uh, they're going to be filled with dread. What? And it's going to bring up, no, 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 God is going to punish the wicked. God's going to make things right, right? Mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. of those, once again, are two sides of the same coin. They, Absolutely. They mm-hmm. just highlight the different ways, right? This is the way that God is going to protect the righteous by ensuring that those that are bringing destruction to the people of God are going to fall into their own trap. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, we are reminded once again that in the same way that we don't want to look at mankind and choose, right, right, the beauty or the brokenness, we don't want to look at God and choose, yeah. right, the love or the wrath as if they're opposites. They are just right. expressions of the same love to different audiences. And mm-hmm. the good news is that even those that have may found, even those that found themselves as oppressors or purveyors of wrong, mm-hmm. if they turn and repent, they can be found on the right side of God's love, right? So there's nobody uh, that you know right now that is mm. stationary, that it's un, that they are unable to be moved from being the recipients of God's wrath to God's love. Everybody can pivot 
Um, and I think that's the beauty of the God that we serve. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Yeah. Then Paul switches so quick. He's like, they are justified <laughs> right, freely by his grace through the redemption that mm -hmm. is in Christ Jesus. God presented him as the mercy seat by his blood through faith. You got to have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to demonstrate his righteousness because in his restraint, God passed over the sins previously committed. God presented him to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time. Yeah. Why? So that he would be righteous and justify the one who has faith in Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Let's pray. Yeah. Father, we uh, thank you for your universal work of salvation that saves all kinds of people, God. Uh, we pray that we will have the faith to hold you at your word that you sent the Lord Jesus to save sinners like us. And we pray, Lord, that we will rejoice in the salvation you've provided, uh, even as we see the sin that still lives in this world. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.